This story ripples across the Atlantic. In the US, it asks whether public policy is based on sound research. Without that, we're adrift and rudderless, and we endanger the lives and well-being of the public. In the UK, it questions how legal threats may influence science. Slightly chilling, really, if, 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 if um, science can be shut down that way. So I think science should be adjudicated based on science. The two are connected by a scientific paper produced in 2011 by US psychologist Professor Priscilla Coleman. It pulled together previous research to conclude women who've been through an abortion have an 81% increased risk of mental health problems. Over the last year, as abortion access has been rolled back across the US, it's been regularly cited by those keen on further restrictions. In April, when a Texas court decided one of the two main drugs used for medical abortion in the US, mifepristone, should have its approval suspended, this paper was cited in the judge's decision. This meta-analysis was also cited in the Dobbs case in an amicus brief. Um, and the Dobbs case, of course, is what eliminated the constitutional right to an abortion here in the United States. Amicus briefs are submitted by special interest groups. This one was part of efforts to overturn the historic Roe versus Wade decision. Priscilla Coleman herself has been an expert witness in more than 20 court cases. Thank you, ma'am. You may have a seat for your comfort. And while testifying, please keep your voice up nice and loud to the microphone. But this now influential paper linking abortion and poor mental health has been controversial from the moment it was released in 2011. So a colleague of mine um, brought my attention to this paper and said, what do you think of this meta-analysis? And I looked at it and was really concerned. Because... Professor Julia Littell is one of those who wrote to the British Journal of Psychiatry, which published this research, asking for it to be taken down. She points to guidelines for this kind of study called AMSTAR. And because it does not meet those standards, um, we don't believe that the results are reliable or credible. In fact, Julia Littell says out of 11 AMSTAR criteria, Priscilla Coleman's paper doesn't meet any. I've never seen it before. Usually when we critique a meta-analysis, maybe four or five of the criteria are met, maybe for a good one, eight to ten are met. But I've also never called for the retraction of a paper before. But in this, this is a very serious um, lapse of scientific integrity, in my view. Professor Littell argues, for example, that Professor Coleman didn't give enough detail as to how she identified previous research to use, so her work couldn't be replicated. The scientific quality of those studies wasn't clearly assessed, and Littell says that in combining studies to produce an overall average, Coleman's method counted the same women multiple times. Now, Newsnight has spoken to an independent expert who agreed there are significant questions as to how this study was conducted. A review co-authored by the Royal College of Psychiatrists, the owner of the journal which published Coleman's paper, also found that methodological problems brought into question Coleman's results. We should say not all the reaction was negative. The journal's 2011 editor felt despite flaws, it was important to have the paper's viewpoint expressed. When we approached Professor Coleman for comment, she emphasised her long experience publishing and sharing research. She argues there are no hard and fast rules for these studies and her work met relevant recommendations. But with the research still influencing US healthcare in 2022, scientists who'd complained 11 years earlier were concerned. Having deeply flawed manuscripts in the scientific literature uh, imperils our ability to craft sound public policy. I gathered a group of 
scholars who had previously published concerns about this paper uh, in response to the fact that the British Journal of Psychiatry uh, formed a new research integrity group. Um, so we saw this as an opportunity to uh, resubmit our concerns. Priscilla Coleman alleges criticism of her work is driven by the political nature of the topic, something the complainants deny. Would you consider yourself pro-choice? I would. Do you think that's played that's any... That's not the issue here. Because Priscilla Coleman's lawyers would say that this is a biased attempt at it to discredit her work. That's unfair. And there's no, no basis for that. Because again, our critique has nothing to do with her findings. I mean, if I would make the same cri a, a criticism if, her, if she found exactly the opposite thing. The issue is the integrity of the science. Full stop. Newsnight and the BMJ have learned that in response to the 2022 complaints, the British Journal of Psychiatry formed an independent panel to investigate. Dr Alex Sai was asked to join. We obtained feedback from a statistician and the systematic reviews editor uh, of BJ Psych uh, to supplement our own investigation. Uh, all in all, I would say we probably spent maybe about four, four months from June through December uh, investigating. The panel said Professor Coleman was unable to provide detail on how to replicate her paper's original findings. With the investigation ongoing, the journal told Professor Coleman they wanted to put a notice on her article to raise awareness of a possible problem. The response via her lawyer said she would take any and all legal options available if that happened. Professor Coleman did start legal action against a different journal when it retracted another of her papers last December. So far, those actions have been rejected by a Swiss court. No notice of concern was placed on her 2011 paper. The panel continued its investigation. Retracting papers is not something anyone should do lightly, but we had we had enough concerns to suggest it should be retracted. Yes. Was that unanimous among the panel? Yes. At this point, it would typically be left to editors at the British Journal of Psychiatry to decide what action to take. That is not what happened. Royal College of Psychiatrists, who are the owners of the journal, um, just said uh, that they were not prepared for that to happen, which was, I think, concerning because usually you would have expected that to be an editorial decision. So at that point, those of us on the uh, panel who'd been part of that um, investigation felt we had to resign. Newsnight understands that all three panel members and two other members of the journal's editorial board resigned. Panel members expressed concern to us that Coleman's legal threats may have influenced the college's actions. And Alex Sai told Newsnight there was some uncertainty about what legal support the Royal College of Psychiatrists would offer the journal, which was considering retraction. If it truly becomes a thing where all they have to do is send a strongly worded legal letter, I think that will undermine confidence in the journal's ability to police the content that it publishes. That the journal that does not uphold editorial independence is probably not long for this world. We asked the Royal College for an interview on whether the threat of legal action influenced their decision. Now, they didn't comment on that, but what they did tell us was this. Given the distance in time since the original article was published, the widely available public debate on the paper, including the letters of complaint already available alongside the article online, and the fact that the article has already been subject to a full investigation, it's been decided to reject the request for the article to be retracted. 
The original complainants say they were surprised and disappointed. The response that we got from the journal had nothing to do with the science of this article. Not a thing. Our specific methodological complaints remain unanswered. Today, Professor Coleman's paper still sits prominently online. It's still referenced in ongoing cases. What might seem academic in the UK has real-life consequences for women in the US.